What about you? What are your resolutions? What are you hoping for? I start with you, Joy. What are you hoping for? But you have to say. It I quick. don't. I don't. I don't make. I, no, I. I don't make any resolutions. But I have noticed in in this isolation that we're in, that I'm perfectly happy to do very little. <laughs> <laughs> I have well, to say you know, that I um, think one of the things I have discovered... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. What have you discovered? G-Spot, what have you discovered? I have discovered um, all of the... What did you call me? What did she call me? What did you no, call me? No, I said, what have you discovered? The G-Spot. That's what I said. But, oh, what, what did you discover? Oh, no. uh, you know what, Whoopi? I, I had a I had a search party right. out years ago for that one. <laughs>one of them is the most fascinating person mm-hmm. of 1999, and one of them I made up. Okay. Susan Lucci, Prince, Lance Armstrong. Is, am I the only one playing? Yeah. No, why would you think? <laughs> oh, I thought this was a Marie game. Okay. There's no, why Why do you think Deja the View has such strict rules <laughs> on gameplay? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think in the year 1999, Lance Armstrong was the most interesting person to Barbara, and Prince was not on the list. I think that Susan Lucci was not on the list, and I think Lance Armstrong was the most interesting person. The correct answer is Lance Armstrong is the most fascinating person, and the person that I made up is Prince. Oh, because I, I thought it. the whole artist formerly known as thing was happening then, or did it happen much earlier? I knew that you made it up because of we're going to party like it's 1999. I knew that you would think that we would think <laughs> that there was more than that, but that there wasn't. And I feel like didn't Susan Lucci like beat some record of like the most? Um, um, she broke her losing streak of almost 20 years. <laughs> Oh. So I should, okay. wouldn't say she broke a record. She broke. <laughs> but she had been nominated for an Emmy for like right. 18 years or something straight and lost. And I she knew finally was, won. Got it. Okay. I knew it was something to do with awards. See, but in my mind, she was always a winner. <laughs> and Lance Armstrong won his first tour de force. And then he won, I believe, seven more. Uh, tour that de were France? All, yeah. Tour, yeah. What did I say? Force? You said he's a tour de force, but, but he won but the tour But in my de head, de I was but like... Susan don't... Lucci is the tour de force. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny because in my head, I was like, don't say tour de force. Don't say tour de force. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were all stripped from him. Remember the bracelets? Mm-hmm. I do remember and the bracelets. I actually real- saw a bra- the bracelets pop up on Wish. Like knockoff live strong bracelets, which sort of defeats the purpose because wasn't it a charity thing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I remember the bracelets and I remember the relationship with Cheryl Crow. That was yeah. the key. That was the yeah. key. So I'll give you the next one. 
it's very funny because it goes from 1999 and then they then they must have stopped doing them because it picks back up in 2002 so i guess there was this two this two this three-year period where Mm -hmm. barbara just wasn't fascinated by anything she thought that she thought the grid and everything was going to go down in the year 2000 and so like hadn't (laughs) planned for it she just was not fascinated by anything she saw (laughs) i can't believe she didn't do one for 2001 with like 9 11 and everything she said that's not fascinating (laughs) a tragedy is not fascinating to me barbara Quote, so 2000, quote, <laughs> end so, quote. So 2002, Julia Roberts, Laura Bush, Queen Elizabeth, who is the most and Ooh, who is this fake. Is tough. Mm-hmm. Julia Roberts, Laura Bush, Queen Elizabeth. I had one gut instinct, that, but now I'm going against it and I'm going to kick myself if it was right. But I'm going to say Laura Bush was the most fascinating and that the queen was not on the list. I'm going to say that Julia Roberts was the most fascinating and I'm going to say that Laura Bush was not on the list. The correct answer is the most fascinating person was Laura Bush. And the person that I made up is Julia Roberts. No. Julia Roberts is a fictional character that I invented. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was matching up to Erin Brockovich and her win. (laughs) I'm I'm actually impressed that I got it half right. (laughs) Laura Bush, in 2002, I, I guess she was like making some headlines for just being outspoken and, and possibly it could have been related to, cause I, tried to find out and then I grew tired of it but (laughs) I think she was being really outspoken about women's rights in Afghanistan something about that interesting and the queen it was her golden jubilee yeah (laughs) yeah I haven't made it there on the crown so if I had watched the crown I'd learn (laughs) the crown yeah you saying the queen I thought there has to have been there has to have been some sort of milestone in the queen's career yeah, it was her golden jubilee, and which I think is 50 years, and Princess Margaret died that year, and the Queen mm. Mother died that year. May she rest mm. in peace. I know, mm. an icon. If you watch The Crown, you know that Princess Margaret was a baddie. Just watch <laughs> The Crown and learn. <laughs> Do you guys remember any of the celebrations? Because it was a big celebration throughout Canada. Yeah, well, the thing is, I don't know if I remember that specific one, but every Jubilee, and it seems like there's one every five years or something, there's always something. But I don't remember specifically the 2002 one. That's why I was a little hesitant on this this year. Did you know I saw the Queen once? <laughs> You've waited a long time to bring that up. <laughs> I saw her once. It wasn't the Golden Jubilee, but she was in the Maritimes for something. I don't think it was 2002, though, because I think I was in high school. And a bunch of us gathered to see her. She was on a ship, and <laughs> she waved at us. But, like, like there was a big crowd of us, like, mm-hmm. cheering because we knew she was going to walk by. And 
she waved, but it wasn't like the fancy queen wave. It was like the one that she does that's like a millisecond where she just lifts her hand oh really God. fast and puts it back down. Like that yeah. one, I'm sure you've seen it. If you, <laughs> It's that one where she's like, I have to acknowledge you. Yeah. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> but yeah, it was amazing. I honestly cannot believe you haven't mentioned that you saw the queen. Well, I'm given not, your like, obsession, your newfound obsession with the royal family. I'm... <laughs> I'm it, I'm not. I was just watching. <laughs> um, when William and Kate did their tour of Canada, my mom went to Ottawa to see them because she's obsessed with the royal family, and um, she got a picture of them on their whatever, not parade. What's that called? Whatever they're driving through the yeah. streets, and she got a picture of them on her iPad. Wow, <laughs> nice. I love that. <laughs> I think it was the best day of her life, to be honest. I think, like, whenever the royals come to Canada, it's, like, it's such a big deal because they are technically at the head of our government. But Mm -hmm. we're, like, (laughs) I feel like Canadians, like, when they come here, it just, like, makes them feel included. (laughs) Yeah. and like, they don't care about us. Like Yeah. Yeah, and we're separate (laughs) enough from them that it's, like, it's a novelty for us. Whereas in the UK, there's a lot more like sort of like built in resentment because of how much money goes to the Royal family. Yeah. We're just like, it's, it's fun. Pomp and circumstance. They're like directly affected by them on a daily basis. And we're just like, Oh my God, I know her (laughs) queen. I know her. (laughs) Gag. (laughs) I have, I have Sherry Shepard updates, something for the slim leg hive. (laughs) <laughs> speaking of queen <laughs> now to the queen of america <laughs> because another article came out on christmas day <laughs> a christmas gift from amo mama <laughs> that i will share with you now so it says Sherry Shepard displays toned and strong <laughs> legs in a sequin mini dress and matching high heels. No. Stop. Former The View host Sherry Shepard recently shared a video of herself during a poolside photo shoot and the star dazzled in a sequin mini dress that showed off her strong toned <laughs> legs. <laughs> It takes a combination of the perfect outfit, great scenery, and a dedicated model to capture the perfect picture. The actress, Sherry Shepard, was not giving up in a recent video that she shared to her Instagram. The Dish Nation star poked fun at her attempts to take a poolside pic before sharing the final product, which was an amazing pic of her slimmer figure and sexy legs. The video captured Shepard trembling as she walked along the median of the swimming pool with water on either side of her while she attempted to find the perfect spot to sit. She captioned, You ever tried to get the perfect pick and it just failed? For some reason, I thought Christmas by the poolside would be cool, but I got stuck in the pool. 
As the video continued, Shepard nervously managed to sit for a pick before changing position and lying down on the paved median in her gorgeous sequin mini dress and matching high heels. Hilarity ensued as Mr. Ig- as the Mr. Iglesias actress attempted to get up in her super high heels. Off camera, a friend could be heard applauding the star for her strong knees. <laughs> The last two slides in the post showed the final pics where a sun-kissed shepherd flashed a big smile while flaunting her long legs and luscious cleavage. Stop! Fans reacted to the video and pics with compliments. One fan gushed, brave woman, the last pic is everything. Another fan commented, those legs are to die for. (laughs) Why is Amo Mama so obsessed with Sherry Shepard's legs? Like, the first time, it was like, okay, this is a really funny angle to take on an article. Now, I'm, like, concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not just Amo Mama, because I don't know if you saw this, but Sherry Shepard was a recent guest on the Kelly Clarkson show. Within 10 seconds... Kelly Clarkson clocked the legs. <laughs> Give it up for Sherry Shepard, everybody. about your calf muscles, ma'am, walking out here in those heels. Wow. I'm like, you walked out here and I was like, jealous. So I was I like, what are those calves? <laughs> what if Kelly Clarkson is Amo Mama? <laughs> I've never seen Kelly Clarkson and Amo Mama in the same room. <laughs> At the same leg convention. <laughs> I like that this one, They, it's like, they didn't want to focus too much on the fact that her legs are slim, but they wanted to reinforce that they're also strong. Yeah, yeah, like definitely. strong, sculpted legs and strong knees. Yeah, the narrative is definitely moving away from slim <laughs> legs, and mm-hmm. that, as well as on the Kelly Clarkson show, because she did say that her legs were, like, strong and toned. Mm. So, it's consistent. <laughs> So um, the view came back from hiatus, from the holidays, mm-hmm. and what an insane week it yeah. was. Like, one of the craziest in a very long time. And mm-hmm. in a year where we, it's a new year, but in a time when we have been saying the word unprecedented over and over again, it was an unprecedented week on the view yes and so i thought because of all of the 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 chain of events of the last week in america and on the Mm -hmm. view i felt i feel that the best way to talk about what happened on the view would be to just go one day at a time in lieu of our Mm -hmm. regular format so shall we go for it girls Let's do it. Let's go. Let's do it. Strong. Hashtag strong knees. (laughs) 
So we come back on Monday, and it's welcome back, Megan McCain. So she made her much-anticipated return to the show. Very exciting for me because I felt like I was ready. Like, I was ready for a bit of drama. I just Mm -hmm. didn't know that I would get this much so soon. Mm -hmm. So she... (laughs) So she came back and she talks about her baby, Liberty. She Mm -hmm. shows some photos. She said... Being with Liberty, being with her is like the way I've heard described taking ecstasy. (laughs) So I've heard that some friend of a friend has described (laughs) to me that ecstasy may just be like sort of like baby Liberty. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So she also, so she, she gave us baby updates and she was thanking the co-host for being there for her while she was pregnant and um, she mentioned that she had had some complications after having her baby and she had to spend some time in the hospital afterwards and she ended up taking this opportunity to say that she had spent a lot of time thinking about the way that they do maternity leave in the states and she decided that she is now ready to advocate for paid maternity leave in the U.S. Um, Maybe it takes personal experience sometimes to get on board, but I was actually hoping that we, as all women of The View, I'm just going to make the guess that you are all in agreement with me, that we could make this our initiative in 2021. And when we have lawmakers on the show, really put pressure on them and ask them why the women of America don't get the same kind of maternity leave that Meghan McCain got. And as soon as she said that she was on board for maternity leave, I was like, here we go (laughs) girl (laughs) you in trouble because you are about to get eaten alive for saying that and i was like here come the tweets because it's the classic conservative thing of not caring about an issue until it personally affects you and i was just like here we go yeah it was also like even like obviously i am in agreement that yes maternal leave should be like recognized nationwide but what was strange about her take was that she was advocating specifically for only maternal leave and when Sarah tried to bring up the point that it's important to also provide paternal leave um not even and and Sarah didn't even bring up the fact that like there are single fathers there are like gay men who have kids shouldn't even touch on that just like on the main fact that like if a guy wants to be involved in raising his kid he might want to have paternal leave too and Megan was like weirdly (laughs) dismissive and like not anti-paternal leave but was just like well I think if we're gonna focus on anything it should be about the women and I was like she was even in this like even though you've had this come to Jesus of being like now that I've experienced it I realize we should be advocating for this she was still held back by the um fact that she couldn't experience needing paternal leave too <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. yeah well it was actually yeah I think she she was just like well that'll never happen anyways yeah. um, it's also just kind of funny because it was Sarah's it was Megan's first day back with Sarah 
And yeah. like they have not been on the show together since Sarah returned to the show. And True. the very first interaction they had was Megan being <laughs> like, we'll get real Sarah anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it doesn't I understand why people, you know, want to drag her for saying that mm-hmm. she supports maternity leave now. But that sort of thing doesn't mm-hmm. bother me as much as it does others. It's I just think like, that, like, it's like, well, here we are. Like, we've finally arrived at the conclusion. We all agree maternity yeah. leave. And I'm. it's just like, well, where do we go from here? And, like, I think that obviously you're, you, you are going to the same that way that we are because we know so much of what Megan says every day. We don't just see, like, a 30-second clip once in a while on Twitter. We are going to have different expectations from from her than other people. So, like, I get why people were so mad because it was classic conservative, whereas I was just like, yeah, that's kind of how things have been going. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is not the first time this has happened. This exactly. is a little Groundhog Day because... Um, when her father had cancer, she sort of had this moment on The View where she said, you know, I've seen that this is really tough on people and people should have the ability to have this taken care of. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she's still not for universal health care, but like, yeah. I mean, I don't know what she's for, something in between, I guess. But it's like, we've seen it before. We'll see it I've again. He- yeah, I've heard this song before and I'm going to probably hear it again in like yeah. three months. I just think she's living and learning and she's living for the lesson. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think that she needs to be dragged for this. I think it's okay to point out the hypocrisy of conservatism in that sense. But it's like, yeah, like you say, at least she's here and, like, maybe they can do something about it. It's also completely wild that the States does not have maternity leave. Like, they're one of the last countries to not. But there's so many things in the U.S., where they act like it's some newfangled idea when it, it just exists everywhere else in the world. Yeah. And they're still like, we're the leader of the world. <laughs> they still maintain that. But meanwhile, they're like, there's just so many things mm, that yeah. they talk about on The View, like day in, day out. And it's like, that exists. Like, that's not a problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, we figured that out in the 1960s. Yeah. Also, I will say, I feel like Megan and Sunny have gotten very close again. By the yeah, sounds of for it. sure. And I feel like they seem to be the closest yeah. on the panel almost. And yeah, I feel like it used to be like more Megan felt more connected to like Whoopi. Mm-hmm. But I think the Libra in Sunny is the reason why their relationship <laughs> is is still going, because I feel like Sunny has figured out how to appeal to the areas that she does have in common with Megan in mm-hmm. order to survive the disagreements that they have Mm. i find it really interesting like the how the dynamic has changed over the past few years because like we've talked about there's been moments where sunny spent months where she wouldn't even look in megan's direction and she was like sitting Mm -hmm. so her shoulders were facing away from megan like there was that whole period of time and then it's like Mm -hmm. it's nice that they can like get over that and have a new dynamic later on and like who knows maybe this will change again but it's like one of the only things that's fun to watch anymore for this show. Yeah. It's like yeah. seeing how the relationships are changing. And I'm I continue to be surprised at how like dismissive Megan is of Sarah because I feel like she tr- she works really hard actually at like appealing to Megan. 
and Megan is so dismissive yeah. of it. And I'm like, yeah, she's totally. constantly trying to throw you a bone and you just throw it right back at her every time. And she's That's... the only person on the panel that is throwing Megan a bone. So it's very interesting to watch. So Monday started after we got the welcome back Megan maternity leave section finished with Monday turned out to be a day of hot topics, which we haven't yeah. had in like seven years. <laughs> I feel like we can directly take credit for that because we have been tweeting. I have been tweeting constantly like all we want is a day of hot topics in every meme Mm -hmm. format I can figure out. And every time I've tweeted it, Megan has liked it or replied to it saying like, I want the same. And so I feel like for her first day back, she like went in and was like, this is it. The people are on my side. She's literally Erica being like, I'm giving the gays everything they want. Yeah. Well, didn't they? What was the last hiatus that they had? Summer? Yeah. Because when they came yeah. back from summer hiatus, they weren't even like, hey, how are you? Like, they were yeah. just like, how was your summer? So Sarah Huckabee Sanders, what do you think? And I was like, whoa. <laughs> Not yeah. a like, how was your summer? I know. Um, so this time they did it right and they said, hello, how are you? And then they mm-hmm. gave us a day of hot topics. And I wish it was day of hot topics like every Monday. That would be great. But anyway, so here we go. The first one was about Trump because he they the first thing they talked about was how Trump is still not over his election loss. Um, and remember, mm-hmm. we're in Monday. So he was caught on tape pressuring the Georgia Secretary of State to overturn the election result. And so that is that viral clip that was going around that people were setting to the Seasons of Love (laughs) (laughs) song. And that's him being like, I just need you to find 11,000 votes or whatever. (laughs) They were discussing that. And... They really kicked things off because this turned into a spicy moment right off the bat, day one. So they're discussing that, and Sonny makes the point that what Trump, Trump, what he was doing, he knew was illegal. And listening to the tape, Mm. you know that he knows that what he's doing was illegal, or what he was asking for Mm -hmm. would be illegal. And he did it anyway. And she referred to it as a coup. And after Sonny said that, Megan said that that rhetoric that Sonny was using mm-hmm. is dangerous. And she specifically said, there's not going to be martial law and there's not going to be a coup. Aged like milk. It's a coup. Well, I think that rhetoric's dangerous. Well, I, I think yeah. saying that we're going to have martial law and it's a coup. I mean, Biden, they're setting up, I'm, I'm here in D.C., they're setting up for the inauguration right now. Like, there's not going to be martial law and things like that just scare people. And-, and she makes reference to the fact that Joy had just said uh, about Trump voters, like, who are these mm-hmm. people that voted for Trump? Um, and Megan said that we need to be the media needs to be more respectful of Trump voters because um, she's always been on this quest to explain Trump voters. And I thought that maybe after the election that would go away a bit, but she's Mm -hmm. still on the quest. And she reminds the co-host that 70 million people did vote for Trump, which is Mm -hmm. significant. Like she's like, that is a fact. And so her point is to say like, we shouldn't just be like, who are these morons because there's yeah. 70 million of them. So they can't all just be like weird, fringy morons. Some of them are just regular conservatives. 
uh, that are very intelligent. I don't right. quite, I don't, I think if you voted for Trump in this election, I could give you in the first election that you were just like, let's try it. Um, yeah. But in this election, if you voted for Trump, like to me, you were like full stop scum of the earth. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's difficult to follow her when she starts defending the Trump supporters. We've had this conversation many times before but because it comes up a lot where like, even though she'll clearly call out Trump's BS and say that Trump is racist and what he's doing is deplorable and, and yada yada, like when it comes to the supporters, she gets really mad when you say those things about them. And it's hard to follow because it's like, what is your end game? Like, what is the purpose of you defending the supporters if their ideologies match up with his or they believe what he is saying? Like, I, I no longer can follow it. It must, yeah. it must just come down to the fact that she has friends and family that she feels like she has to stick up for. <laughs> Like right. I'm not even sure it's that. that. I think that she knows that this is her audience and that she's not going to be on The View forever and she needs this audience to follow her where she goes. She's just saying you can't, you, you can't lump them all in as morons who were brainwashed. She's like, that is, they can't all be that. Some of them are just very intelligent people who did it in secret and that's that. Like, that's, that's all she's saying. And Joy says that they voted to, for Trump because they were lied to. Megan then claps back at Joy to say, well, that's just your perspective. That's <laughs> the way you see it as Joy Behar, mm-hmm. a progressive leftist, which I don't think Joy really is anymore. No, no, um, no. <laughs> Joy, because they're talking over each other, Joy is like, what did you say about me? <laughs> I just heard my name. You're talking too fast. Yeah, she's like, you're talking so fast. Can anyone hear what she's saying? (laughs) Yeah. And so chaos ensues um, to the point where Whoopi just says, I'm not playing with them and cuts it short. And And I say that a lot of demographics have to go both ways. That's why they voted for him. I don't. I think that's inaccurate. I think that's the perspective of of Joy Behar. With all due respect, I mean, I'm I'm ensconced by conservatives and Republicans, and I that is not that's just not accurate. What did you say? It's just not accurate. Are you talking so fast? I heard my name, but I don't know what you said about me. What I said that's your perspective. It's the perspective of Joy Behar, and you know, you're you're a a proud progressive leftist, but I am a proud conservative, and I think the idea that the only reason why people voted for President Trump in the last election is because they were lied to and they're morons who are just being fed information is not only disrespectful, I but it's wildly inaccurate. But to, for, to say that okay, someone is fed bad information is too dumb right It was very yeah. like, you know, um, as we will get to later in the week when when they had to explain um, on air what, what happens in Whoopi's head earpiece mm-hmm. that like they're telling her to go to break, she can't hear, other people are talking, and so she's just trying to like wrap it up. I think that's what's happening here. Like, it's very clearly she's being told to go to break. Joy and Megan are bickering. And so Whoopi just out loud speaks to the producer saying, I'm not playing with them. We're going to break. Uh, Yeah, yeah. As in, like, I'm not going to break this up. Right. And so, like, maybe that day Brian could have come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I could have used him actually checking in every day. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe just a new segment. Yeah. So that was like quite a start to the show, but they seem to get themselves together and totally, <laughs> totally reel it all back in and continue the mm-hmm. show as normal as they moved on to their next topic. So they discussed the Hilaria Baldwin of it all. <laughs> which feels like an eternity ago because like this so time last long. week I was like oh I wonder if they'll talk about Hilaria because it's it's mm-hmm. getting kind of old now like mm-hmm. and yeah. I really want to hear I want to hear Sunny <laughs> drag her I want to hear yeah. what Sarah says <laughs> so I didn't know if they yeah. would so Whoopi with a full mouthful of food says <laughs> <laughs> Hilaria Baldwin is under fire for misrepresenting herself as a Spaniard, even though she is a white girl from Boston. And so we all know what happened. She was exposed as the Spanish Rachel Dolezal. And she eventually, after this was like viral on the internet, she gave this Mm -hmm. intentionally vague explanation where she was like, I am a white girl. Um, But I grew up with two cultures and two languages and my family Mm -hmm. traveled there a lot. But she won't say exactly how much. And, you know, we all saw the cucumber video. We have very few ingredients. We have tomatoes. We have, um, how do you say it? Cucumber? Cucumbers. We have... (laughs) Like, how do you say in English, gooped and gagged? It was, like, the whole thing was so... This was this is the type of celebrity like quote unquote scandal that I like want where it's like it's so stupid. It's just someone being so stupid and weird for absolutely no reason. <laughs> and that's and just getting caught. who they are. Yeah. Getting caught and then getting caught and not even having like a good explanation for it. Yeah, and so yeah. I tried I immediately was like I wonder if she's ever been on the view. And so I typed in Hilaria Baldwin, The View, and the first thing that comes up is Hilaria on Sarah and Strahan. (laughs) (laughs) And I realized that she's been like a reoccurring guest on Sarah's old Mm -hmm. talk show. And every time that Sarah has introduced her, she's been like, my friend, (laughs) Hilaria Baldwin, like makes a point of being like, my friend friend and my also, dearest yeah. and closest friend and confidant yes. Hilaria Baldwin. <laughs> and so she's been on the show like a bunch of times or at, at maybe not a bunch of times but at least a couple of times three at least because three, sarah and because mm-hmm. sarah has been an admirer of her for a long time as like an <laughs> influencer mom and so mm-hmm. sarah and she also has a podcast about being a yep. influencer mom and Sarah has been a guest on the podcast and I'm not I'm not saying Sarah did anything wrong here it's just very funny how it always has to come back to someone from the view and this time it was Sarah's turn <laughs> it's like for this story it feels like it really checks out that Sarah's the one it's coming back to <laughs> yeah. like it's a very yeah. Sarah scandal and the way that Sarah ended up handling it when they had to talk about it, it in my mind, couldn't have been yeah, funnier. Yeah, so funny. It's because of all these clips, like Kevin pulled these clips from when she was on um, Strahan and Sarah, or whatever that show's called. And like you say, she's always, my friend, Alaria Baldwin, 
my friend. Please welcome my close friend. Please welcome my best girlfriend. We have mimosas at brunch. <laughs> and then cut to her on The View being like, you know, we're friendly, but we're not really friends. Host of the Mom Brain Podcast, my friend, Alaria Baldwin. But this time, I teamed up with my friend, Alaria Baldwin. My friend, my friend, my friend. I'm friendly with Alaria, and uh, we're not f- uh, regularly friends, but... <laughs> <laughs> It just it's sucked. Like, like I just felt bad for her because, like, uh, if they were sitting at the table, she probably could have mm-hmm. g- easily gotten away with not saying anything mm-hmm. and just been like, let the others yeah. take it. And then, oh, we ran out of time. But because the way that they do the view now is like everyone gets to give a speech. She was like, mm-hmm. she was like, fuck, I have to write a speech. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the way that she tries to like twi- twist or twist it like a pretzel to be like to yeah. not be like betraying her friend but also to say like this is bad is to be like I don't know if the punishment fit the crime like she said uh-huh. she well first of all Sunny had just very put it very well um, saying that yeah. this is a big deal because she's fetishizing Latina and Spanish women and taking up space and making money mm-hmm. when it should have been a, an actual Spanish person. Like, it's very bad. And so mm-hmm. Sarah is like, well, I, I completely understand what Sunny is saying, but the rage and the backlash and the angry mob is just too much, and I don't know if it fits the crime. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, is there an angry mob? I think we're all just laughing our asses off. That's the thing. The tone of this yeah. whole segment was mis misfired or like it was just like yeah. just slightly off target because the reason that this story blew up is because it is outrageously comical that this yeah. woman exists yeah. and does what she does. Yeah. And yes, yes there are negative aspects to it which of course Sunny even Megan got got it right here and so everybody just kind of like took that stance except joy's was really bizarre um joy was completely she... <laughs> off yeah joy was completely off it's like yeah like what you're what you were saying sean like everyone's laughing their asses off at it because we're laughing like we we the the general public are laughing at hilaria joy thought that she was like laughing with hilaria and that's why it was a complete miss of a take because like the public is laughing at hilaria being like you idiot (laughs) why did you do this like that's obviously wrong and why did you think you'd get away with it joy on the other hand was kind of like belittling everyone's concerns and belittling sunny's point being like so what who cares she's reinventing herself she's not taking herself seriously it's like you're missing the whole entire point i don't know what she was up to and as far as appropriating another culture i i I don't know maybe it's an homage maybe it's an appreciation of another culture that she likes it so much you know do you want to know something i was once the hadassah woman of the year now we all know now that I'm 92% Italian. So, but they thought I should be the Hadassah woman of the year. I mean, it, it goes, you know, everything is all mixed up at this point, and I kind of like it. The thing that drove me crazy that was like Joy had to say, "Well, what she's doing is an homage," and it's like Joy, stop saying that word because well, every time homage comes out of your mouth, you're talking about the blackface. That's what I want to yeah. say is like her saying yeah. it was an homage and appreciation is 
yeah. referring to when she said to Kim Classic, who called Joy out for her, yeah. you know, blackface costume or whatever it was, whatever you want to call it, appropriation. And Joy said, it was an homage. Stop saying that. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like what's funny is like I was recently rewatching that period of um, Real Housewives of New York when Luann dresses up as Diana Ross in like a, a pretty offensive co- Halloween costume, and it's funny because homage is the word that she oh used to defend it as well. I'm like, except is, one is, difference is Luann is doing it in like 2012, whereas Joy was doing it in like 1970. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's a few big differences, but like, it. Why is that the word that people are using to like try to get away with something that w- they did that yeah. was shitty? But also, I don't think that like they Joy doesn't know what an homage is if she's using that term because maybe for yeah. a, a Halloween costume and I'm not saying like a blackface Halloween costume but maybe for a Halloween costume or like something else that you do that's like a little uh, like if you dressed up as J-Lo in the green dress yeah that, that's an yeah. homage but pretending time, that your whole entire time. family doing it one time but pretending your whole family is from Spain and accepting awards on behalf of Spanish people, that's not. I love homage. that your example is dressing up as J Lo in the green dress. <laughs> <laughs> is that an homage you've done, Marie? No. <laughs> now that's an homage. <laughs> also, want to point out that Joy compared this to Madonna faking a British accent. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible take. Horrible take. Literally, I was like, cut the mic, cut that Cut the cameras. Don't put that part on YouTube. Cut the cameras. Like, that was not good to tell us. Steve, pull the plug. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was was horrible. But you (laughs) know what? I appreciated that even though Joy said that, um, Sunny and Megan both dragged her ass for it. Like, no one was just like, oh, Joy's (laughs) being Joy. They were like... Listen, no. But don't come on TV today and say that it's no big deal. She's just an homage. And then a few months ago, we're talking about the the giant, huge issues that we're having in this country that need to be healed. She needs to take responsibility. She needs to say she's sorry to the Hispanic and Latina women in this country that she is hurt. That part. She took up space from Latina and Hispanic women. And that is awful. And it shouldn't be just taken lightly. You know, I think Joy also what's contributing to this here is she has such a one track mind about Trump that and mm-hmm. and maybe her psychic mm-hmm. abilities were tingling a bit and she was distracted mm-hmm. and just wasn't giving this topic her full thought. She even admitted that because I think that she opened her point by being like, who cares when there's all of this other stuff going on? Why am I supposed to care about someone pretending to be Spanish when there's someone like pretending to be a president in yeah. the White House. Like, it was, she had, like, that whole mm-hmm. point. All week she's so been doing you're it. you're totally All right. week it's like, if there is a non-political topic, she brings it back to Trump. And it's like, I'm not saying she has Trump derangement syndrome, but mm, <laughs> maybe maybe the good judge Janine Pirro was on to something. Oh, my God. <laughs> because, because, like, it's just... We're not talking about Trump. Like, yes, what we all agree yeah. what Trump did was bad. Yeah. But when now we're talking about Hilaria. And it's Baldwin. like, you of all people, you've been on yeah. this show for my whole lifetime. Like, you you know that this is a show where we talk about politics and other stuff, too. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. And it's like, it's just, it, it's upset. It's so upsetting because like Sunny had such a, a very serious, valid point about how much damage it actually does to be accepting awards and covering magazines for something that you yeah. are lying about. And which Megan also like brought up the, the similar points. It just was like so dismissive of valid From a Latina woman. for Joy to be like, eh, so what? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. We keep it moving. <laughs> we, gotta we gotta make keep it, to it moving. That's only Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's only Monday. Which brings us to Tuesday. Because <laughs> <laughs> after a long Monday, we made it to Tuesday. We Let's begin by they were discussing Trump pressuring Pence to do something, anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) to stop the certification of the election votes, Mm -hmm. which obviously I don't know anything about this process, but as it has been described over and over and over again on the news and on the view, that is not something that Pence can actually (laughs) do. He just has a duty to certify them because of ceremonial process. Right. And so he can't actually say, no, I don't certify this election or these votes or whatever. And so there was a rally or something where Trump was giving a speech and he was saying, I hope that Pence comes through and doesn't Mm -hmm. certify the election. And if he doesn't come through, we won't like him quite as much. And so Whoopi is like, what do you guys think about this? And we go to Sonny and Sonny is like, I would just like to... Um, roast Pence (laughs) (laughs) and she's like well I don't think Pence should ever be allowed to lead anything ever again because he fumbled the coronavirus task Mm -hmm. force and she was like he needs to go back to Indiana which Megan laughed so hard at (laughs) yeah because didn't Sunny or sorry so Sunny said that and then didn't Sarah say Oh, don't punish Indiana that way, which they yeah, all found so, quite humorous. So after Megan laughed at Sonny's joke, Sarah pipes in with her own joke and she was like, well, let's not do that to Indiana, Sonny, which everyone laughed at. But then it was Sarah's turn to do her speech and she tried another <laughs> joke and she oh, was God. like, she was like this. It's not like he can be like, the winner is La La Land, <laughs> and the house went silent. I have never yes. heard such silence. It'd be like going to the Oscars and having the announcer just choose who they want to win. They don't do that. They don't say, and the winner is La La Land for the 2020 election. You know, like, you have to, he's just there to read the thing. It was like a black hole. Silence. But the crazy <laughs> thing is, like... Later on, either in that segment or the next segment, Joy basically redid that joke and like to a room <laughs> full of belly laughs. <laughs> Standing ovation. Now that's comedy. <laughs> well, it's also just very funny that on Tuesday, they're all sitting there being like, Pence should never be in charge of anything ever again. Uh-huh. Go back to oh Indiana. We never want to see you again. And then cut to <laughs> the end of the week where they're like, we need President, President, Pence, President yeah. now. Pence Pence now. <laughs> like, we need him to have... go up there and say the winner of the 2020 election <laughs> is La La Land. <laughs> like, 
who could have predicted this? Everyone. Yeah. So Megan ends up speaking and she says um, that what Trump is doing is he's virtue signaling to Republicans by saying you're either with me or against me. And what this means to her is that it's showing that there is a big fracture in the Republican Party Mm -hmm. between the Trump people and the like Mitt Romney's of the party. Mm -hmm. And she says the Republican, the Republican party is divided. So she said it first. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whoopi is very intrigued by this as they're running out of time in the segment. And she's like, Hmm, maybe (laughs) are we seeing a third party here? The Democrats, the Republicans and the Trumpians. Mm -hmm. And everyone is like, Ooh, (laughs) that is a good question. And she was like, all right, then we're going to go to break and we're going to think about it. And then we're going to come back and talk about it. Spontaneous hot topic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, you could tell that Whoopi like felt really good that she had like, like had intrigued the people on the panel <laughs> with this. She had, she yeah, she like, had brought up a new it. idea. It was very like, it was very like first year of psych. Like <laughs> the professor being like, no, think about this. <laughs> but then she had this great idea and it blew up in everyone's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they come back from commercial and Whoopi is like, so what do you guys think? Should there be more than just two political parties? I personally can't answer whether that system is better or worse because Mm -hmm. I wrote an exam on it once. Actually, I wrote an essay on it once in university first year for (laughs) poli-sci. And I got an F. Pull it up. Read some. (laughs) And then I just stopped attending that class. I was like, it's not going to happen. So I couldn't tell you. And neither could Joy because she didn't... (laughs) She did not really want to debate whether there should be more than two political parties. Mm-mm. She said, "Let she said, let's just let the Republicans infight amongst themselves." Then Joy decides to say that even though both parties are divided, it's the Republican Party that is in way more trouble than the Democrat Party, and that's where Megan starts to go on the defense, and that's where all hell breaks loose. Yeah, something about the way that Joyce said it just must have set something off for Megan because, like, she went from totally fine to as soon as Joyce said that, whoa, that was too far. I mean, it was kind of crazy because it happened, like, the day before the storming of the Capitol by the Trump supporters. And Joyce throwing around words like seditionist and talking about how there's traitors and traitors to America and the Republican Party. And that's yeah. kind of what triggered Megan to like go off on what the, the division in the Democratic Party with the sort of farther left squad and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Joy was right. Like Joy called it a day yeah. before, you know? Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, after she says that, she interrupts Joy and she's like, are you kidding me? You have AOC saying she wants to primary Chuck Schumer. And as once Megan gets that sentence out, Joy says with so much bass in her voice, she's like, excuse me, I am not done. But she seems to be done because she just stops talking. Mm -hmm. And Megan continues on her rant about Democrats infighting. Um, 
and for like a while and then joy realizes that like megan has just completely taken her time yeah and joy finds the energy again out of nowhere and she's like i was speaking (laughs) i'm talking i'm talking hey i'm talking here (laughs) it was like it it yeah. really was like her mafia voice. Yeah. Oh my god. She was pissed. It was yeah, it was like really it was wild to watch and and I think that the way that they've been doing the show has like trained them to stop talking when someone else starts talking. And maybe Mm -hmm. that's part of why Joy stopped and let Megan finish, then clued in, wait, you're taking my time. Well, that's kind of it, I think, is because Megan has been gone for a few months on maternity leave. And in that time, they really got into a good rhythm of like, now you're talking, now I'm talking, we're not going to talk over each other, blah, 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 blah. And they really got used to that. And then Megan came in and was just like... I'm going to talk whenever I feel like talking. And so that's why, like, Mm -hmm. this whole thing spiraled out of control. And so Joy comes in again and was like, I'm speaking. And then Megan tries to, like, make light of it. I think she gets, like, a little spooked by the tone of Joy's voice. And so she's like, oh, Mm -hmm. haven't you missed me, Joy? You've missed me so much. You've missed fighting with me. And Joy's not having she it. Completely mi- she completely misjudged, like, the tone here. Yeah. Like, she, because Megan was like, oh, my God, it's our classic thing where Joy and I are fighting. And, mm-hmm. oh, we're doing Giving it again. Giving the gays what they want. Yeah. Like, look at us. Yeah. But jo- she, that was not this page that Joy was no. on. Joy was like, it's a new year. And this is how I react now when you interrupt me. So Joy said, no, I did not miss you. I did not miss you at all. Zero. And then Megan flips her reaction so quickly. It's like Megan was the one who was like throwing the raw or like Megan was the one who was like pulling the girl's hair in front of her. And then when the girl turned around and slapped her... (laughs) The girl, like the other one who was pulling the hair is like, oh my God, rude. Like that is what happened. Because then Megan was like immediately like, that is so rude. Oh my God, rude. Don't have to be so rude. It was like, yeah, I but was you teasing. just did it. Yeah. The Republican Party is in much more trouble right now because Are you, you have really me? traitors. You have AOC saying you she's have, Excuse me, am I done? Shimmer. I'm not done. Well, it's just that's completely inaccurate. You have AOC fighting right now about whether or not she's going to end up primarying Chuck Schumer, coming out not saying she has the full support of of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. You have the squad that's coming out very intensely, very angry that Biden hasn't filled his cabinet with more progressives. Bernie Sanders also coming out saying he's angry. The idea that there isn't fighting within the Democratic Party as well. I, I know I what was you're talking. saying. Right. I'm talking about. I'm talking okay. about somebody so much. Yeah. Joy, you Traitors. missed me so much when I was on maternity leave. You missed me so much. You missed fighting with me. Don't I did not. Like miss fighting I did with not me. miss you. <laughs> okay. Uh, somebody, oh let somebody answer <laughs> the question. Can I, can I weigh in? Or I'm you know what? That's so nasty. I, I like to that's weigh like in. Yeah. So nasty. Ruby, can I, I weigh in? Okay, guys, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. Everybody, stop. Everybody, stop. That's so rude. But there is a moment, like, I uh, I feel a little bad for Megan in this situation. And it's not just because, like, in this case, I do think that that was, like, a little hostile of Joe. You're Joy. not alone. Like, lots of people were, like, lots of people were, like, I usually don't like Megan. But Joy was, like, so, like, 
it was too much like Like, imagine like i I get megan interrupted her etc etc but like but to say to somebody i did not miss you one (laughs) bit while you were on maternity leave and i'm not happy you're back yeah that is a toxic workplace (laughs) yeah lots of people agreed that that was too far there were also lots of people celebrating but there were many people were like that was a bit mean and I I, i just feel uncomfortable because of that moment where Megan is like, Megan has learned to deal, live on this panel Mm -hmm. by fighting with people, but then being like, at the end of the day, we can laugh about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this is her doing her thing where she's like, we're fighting, but I'm immediately going to make a joke and we're going to be okay. And Joy is like, it's not okay. And you can see Megan's facial expression go from the smile to like a... There truly is a moment where you can freeze frame it and it's like heartbreaking to watch. Yeah, it's like Ralph. And and I think like you can really see, I don't know, like it made me like kind of wonder like about how Megan will continue on this panel because it used to be like that she could make it through because she revered Whoopi so much. Well, now Whoopi shuts her down. Um, And she had a good dynamic with Joy where they would laugh about it. That's gone. Now all she has is Sunny (laughs) being a good friend to her. That's probably the only thing keeping her there now. Yeah, I think that like she needs to relearn or like remember what it's like doing the show virtually. Because if that had played out in person, like I think it would have played out really differently. the conversation might not have even happened at all like the bickering might not have even happened at all and if it did it's a lot easier for someone to be like to to reel it back in and be like oh my god we have fun you miss me that's a lot easier to do in person than on video chat especially with someone like joy who seems to really struggle with video chat and with people talking while she's talking like i think Mm. a lot of joys like anger in that moment just came from the annoyance of like having someone yelling in your ear while you're trying Mm -hmm, to talk mm -hmm. but what we typically see in these spicy moments is Whoopi takes it to commercial and Mm -hmm. that's the end of it but somehow this never happens but somehow Whoopi some regained control of the conversation yeah and she reined everyone in (laughs) and she was like okay I would like Sarah to weigh in. (laughs) Yes. Sarah makes the most insane choice that you could possibly make in this moment. Like, what the fuck was going on in her mind? Because she takes her opportunity to say, I would like to ask Megan a question. (laughs) Like, such a shit story. She, yeah. I don't know if it was like a shitster or if she like thought that she was helping Megan. Like maybe in that moment she felt bad for Megan and was like, I'd like to give my time to Megan. (laughs) So she's like, okay, I would actually just like to ask Megan a question. Do you think Trump's era will reign beyond him in the Republican party? And Megan's response, even though Sarah is clearly throwing her a bone is to go, you know what? I think Sunny was trying to talk. So why don't you ask it's her? It's crazy. All these it things was... that happen in succession. It's like so quick. But it's like she says, I think you should be asking Sunny, which is like, no, like the question is clearly not for Sunny. That question just so and then and then like in that exact moment when she's like, 
you should ask Sunny, you see Joy go, oh. <laughs> oh my God. Sarah, I'd like to hear from you right now. Well, what have you got to say? Thank you. I wanted to address what you were saying about the Republican Party breaking. We talk about the fracture, but I wanted to ask Megan if she feels there really is a, a, a fracture. Do you think Trump's era will reign beyond him in the Republican Party? You know, I think Sonny was trying to talk, so you should just ask her. Oh. No, let me, um, let I, me, I, I just listen. Did, okay, hold on, guys. I can weigh in. It felt like high school yeah. girls, where it felt like Sarah was trying to suck up to Sun. Or, sorry, it felt like Sarah was trying to suck up to Megan, and Megan was like, I don't even like you. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna give my time to Sunny. Like, you know, it was like the, it was like the nerd girl trying to like give her like yeah. lunch to the popular girl and the popular girl's like ew I don't like that I actually am gonna give my lunch to Sunny it was Sunny's like my best friend so, yeah it was so weird all of your school yard <laughs> analogies today <laughs> it's funny though because Sunny is instead of Sunny's just like okay I, I'll, I'll speak. speak but then Whoopi's <laughs> like okay I've lost control again and she's yeah. like this okay this is what we're going to do. Sarah. Sarah. Sarah asked a question of Megan. Megan, will you answer the question? And then Megan just goes, well, I thought Sonny was going to talk. <laughs> and Sonny's yeah. like, I'll speak. I can weigh in. I can weigh in. I'm ready. Whenever yeah. you're ready. <laughs> I wanted to hear from Sarah. Sarah asked, uh, asked a question. So can you give her an answer or No. You can't. I really wanted to Megan. talk about Georgia, but again, we haven't heard from Sunny. Like I thought that's what the segment was, so I I'm lost. No, actually, I teased. Remember, I well, here's I let me let me put you on the right I'm trail. Really thrown off. I, that's I'm all right. Sorry. I I teased. Okay, that's all right. I teased when we left. I asked a question, and I said we'll talk about it when we come back, and that's what we came back to talk about. And then um, after that, they proceeded to do like five segments with Sanjay Gupta yeah. because oh, it was like, it was like, we gave you day of hot topics. It's clearly not going well. Yeah. So now we're going to punish you by making you listen to Sanjay Gupta for the entire It show. really felt to me like that segment went so off the rails that Sanjay mm-hmm. Gupta was probably booked for like two segments. And they were like, you know what? We can't come back to a hot topic with the ladies after that because it's like it just went too far and I think everyone's on edge so we're just going to use Sanjay to make the most boring show we possibly can for the rest of the episode (laughs) as we have done for the past three months and and we'll be back tomorrow Mm -hmm. which brings us to Wednesday hump day God, someone responded to that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so, Wednesday, they opened the show with no hot topics, none. <laughs> and I know that it was probably because of them only being able to get this guest at a certain time. Mm-hmm. But after the events of Tuesday and them punishing us <laughs> with with giving Sanjay Gupta more segments yeah I felt like they were it felt like they were being like 
this is why we can't have nice things yes. essentially by opening the show without any hot topics. Um, <laughs> they did eventually give us hot topics, but it, I was like, oh, is this what's happening? So the show opens by Whoopi forgetting to open the show. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hello. <laughs> hello. Welcome to The View. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm daydreaming, I think. Yes. <laughs> and then we find out that they have an interview with uh, U.S. Senator-elect Raphael Radical Warnock, socialist. Who had just defeated... Yeah, who had just defeated Kelly Loeffler Mm -hmm. in Georgia. And that was, like, a very important election in the States. Yeah, it seemed Wednesday morning, that seemed like it would be the biggest story of the day. Yeah, So, yeah, I guess they, it was, I'm sure they felt like it was a really big get and it was worth cutting Mm -hmm. Hot Topics to get the guest, which is fine. It was important. And he also was the first black senator from Georgia. Mm -hmm. Oh, and also, as they welcomed him... Everyone is smiling and Clem like, yay. Megan is just staring deadpan at the camera. And the screenshot of that, that we didn't post it, someone else did. But it was like a very viral photo of people because it looked like she, I don't, I'm not, I don't think she was bad, but that's just kind of her resting face on the show all the time. I think what people don't realize is like, this actually happens all the time. There's so many times where I take a screenshot and I'm like, oh, this could be funny, but like, no one's going to laugh. Well, meanwhile, like this thing is still going viral (laughs) today. I've seen like three posts about it. It's like objectively a hilarious photo. It's just, (laughs) it's just that people don't know that that's, just like the norm she's just not a smiley person (laughs) so it's a 12 minute interview and it takes about nine minutes for it to get good because megan gets in at the nine minute mark at the very end and she after all of the questions were just like you know congratulations like how do you feel megan ask him something a little tougher. And so she says that progressive Democrats are celebrating his election win because it might mean potentially adding two states, eliminating the filibuster, and packing the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever all of that means, I don't Mm -hmm. understand. And so she says, given uh, that he has spoken so much about unity, will he agree to not follow up on those things and not do all of that? Mm-hmm. So it was like kind of weirdly worded and he was just like well I'm not focused on all of those things right now I'm focused on my constituents and mm-hmm. so he doesn't directly answer and Megan interrupts him and she's like well I think like your constituents and people do want to know about, they do care about packing the court mm-hmm. and he continues to not really he just is like I'm focused on like healthcare or whatever he says he's like that's not i don't that's not like it was what such I'm working like on yeah right it was now. a really intense question that did not isn't really something you ask someone like on their first day you know <laughs> well, like, it's intense. i mean i i yeah i guess but i think but it's like i'm all for i think if you come on the view and any politician who comes on the view like you can ask them an intense question whether it's their first like i'm i don't ever want the view to be a show where they're just like buddies with the politicians it was just like i mean it was intense because it was so far out of what the way they were talking about and it was like 
nothing i don't know it to me it just felt like it was like i don't know if that's the time to be asking that when he has like 15 seconds i think it was a good question to ask earlier in the interview maybe not at the end and then maybe we wouldn't have had the fallout but to be honest like the his answer kind of annoyed me and it's like because i've sat there and watched every single democrat running not answer the question about court packing and i know they've talked about this nonstop, but it's just like why can't this party come up with an answer just an answer like stop <laughs> deflecting like yeah. just have an answer ready because there's nothing worse than a politician deflecting and like this is somebody that i would sympathize with. this is somebody i would vote for and i just would like if yeah. i lived there but yeah I, and i would just love and to I, hear it would be so much more powerful to hear a straight answer or any kind of answer than like deflection mm-hmm. deflection deflection and so that's what got megan worked up so yeah so she's like she's she's trying to get an answer out of him and she's like i just want a direct answer and Whoopi has tried to wrap the segment at this mm-hmm. point and megan's still going being like i just need a direct answer i think people care about this please just answer and Whoopi. <laughs> claps her hands and yells, hey, listen. People of Georgia rose up and rebuked that kind of politics last night. And I intend to represent their interests in the U.S. Senate to make sure they have health care, to make sure that they enjoy a livable wage and that their voice can be heard in their democracy. Senator, I understand that. Okay. I'm just asking you a direct well, question I'm and just asking gonna, if you would join I'm, him. Actually, I'm, I just I'm wanted to know if you would join I'm going him. to end this. I get, hey, listen, we're going to say thanks to the senator-elect, Reverend Raphael Warnock, and we will be right back. Thank you for coming back, sir. Great to be on The View. <laughs> Great to be back on The View. <laughs> Hola, ladies. Yeah. Love being Love on. Love being on. But then after, after he's grinning, then as they're going to break, there's like a couple of seconds where it's just a shot of Whoopi and she's like turning her head and like putting her hand to her ear and just like shaking her head in like disgust. And it seems mm-hmm. at the time, like she's, she's yeah. just like, I can't believe Megan wouldn't shut up. Like that's how it felt. That's yeah. How that's it how it read. Yeah. 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 So they go to commercial, they come back, the show continues and they do a hot topic about the Georgia election. And at one point, Megan is speaking, but she keeps looking away and oh, looking yeah. at her phone, I think. Mm-hmm. And she just becomes very distracted and to the point where she says, I'm too distracted right now and I can't speak. Like, could you please just go to someone else? Uh, she... Um I'm so sorry. She actually ended up profiting. I don't know if you guys remember. She ended up profiting from the coronavirus. She um, secretly went into... Right. I'm sorry. My train of thought is so off right now. I apologize. Can can you just move on to someone else? I'm sorry. I can jump in. Thank you. And my theory is that it's because Whoopi yelling at her was already blowing up on Twitter. And I feel oh like God. her phone maybe was blowing up and it distracted her and she lost her train of thought. So I'm thought. not saying I'm not saying nothing, but all I'm saying is that we tweeted that. I'm not saying you we're seem, responsible. You seem to be taking credit for a lot of things. Well, let me just <laughs> say you. Let, let me just say my piece. We tweeted the video, right? And then Janice Dean, the weather girl from Fox News, who's Megan's good yeah. friend followed Deja the View a few months ago. So she's been like following and interacting a little bit with our posts. 
So she quotes the, the our tweet of the video of Whoopi telling oh, Megan to listen Lord. and says something like, the view is um, anyone's view as long as it's not at Megan McCain's. Right. So she tags mm. her in this quote tweet, posts the tweet. I'm not 30 seconds later. Does <laughs> Megan look down? And then she starts stumbling and she's like, I cannot, I just cannot continue. But if that's the case, like, I don't want that. Like, I don't want to be in the show. No, like, this is like, we are the documentary crew and we are not allowed to to be seen or heard. The documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if the baby lion is being eaten by the father lion, we cannot intervene. We're not, we cannot interfere. (laughs) Yeah. We cannot intervene. We are merely observers. It was like, a very, very strange 45 seconds total of her trying to talk while, I guess, Janice Dean <laughs> was blowing up her phone. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> and, like, I I hate the idea. I don't like the idea of, like, <laughs> Megan can't even get through a yeah. show before, like, the attacking on twitter the the instant feedback it's like an an instant feedback as if it were in front of a live a live audience like a live studio audience they the show continues on with an interview with ken jong and his golden (laughs) doodle and the show ends with like a minute left or whatever and Whoopi makes the announcement that actually we're not going to hear from the hosts of the show we're going to hear from brian (laughs) Because Brian has a special message. And I got so nervous immediately. (laughs) Like, like, what? This is, this, especially in the corona. Like, Brian is like a person that once in a while on the show, they'll refer to and they'll make like a joke Mm -hmm. about something. But it's unprecedented that during the quarantine era that they would just be like, and now, like, let's get a camera on Brian. Never, ever expected ever for this to happen and so what we see is a hostage video (laughs) of brian who refers back to the events of the episode Mm -hmm. and he's like starts just launches into this explanation not even like hey i want to explain something it's just like Mm -hmm. so in act one of the show <laughs> Which is like, okay, I know this is high drama, but we don't need yeah. to call it an act. You're like, you're demanding a lot from the audience yeah. to follow yeah. you right off the bat. Like, right, you're demanding a lot of like, of like Amy from Wisconsin yeah. to like understand what you're talking about. And he's like, so at the end of Act One, Act One had already gone on for too long, which is why Acts Two and Three were a little short. And so, like, just like, non sequiturs yeah. like constant yeah. tangents and basically what he did was explained that at the end of the segment when Whoopi like, sort of snapped and said listen she had him allegedly other producers in her ear saying wrap it up wrap it up we have to go to break and then so that's what she was responding to when she was mm-hmm. like snapping so what happened in the end of act one in the start of act one we didn't have the senator elect for the beginning of the show which threw everything off Time was very, very long. At the end of the act, I was yelling, and several other people were yelling in Whoopi's ear, we have to go to break, we have to go to break, we have to go to break, which is why the next couple of segments were very short. And uh, so it got a little bit, and there's a delay and a bunch of other things. So 
no issue here, no drama here, just uh, our fault. When she said, listen, she was yelling at me. So what you think <laughs> you saw is not what you actually saw. And actually, it was my fault. <laughs> and I'm sorry. It's a perfect illusion. <laughs> and, and like, you know what? It almost could have worked if they hadn't have shown everybody else on camera. Yeah, yeah. Because Sarah started, and Sarah was like, that's our fall guy, Brian. <laughs> Megan is stone-faced, like the same stone yes. face that she had in act one. And then Joy, you see her like smirk and go, oh, <laughs> please. And then- Yeah, she appears to mouth the word please. Yeah, she goes, please. <laughs> Thank you. That's it often. That's it's nice when people Brian. hear from, yeah. That's Brian. So now it's like we're sitting here. The show is just suddenly ended. And it's like, what just happened? Like, did they bully him into saying that? Like, it would it would have it, it could only be Whoopi or Megan or both. It's like made. Did they bully him or did he have a moment of panic being like, I'm going to stop. Like, I have to yeah, save Yeah, like them. I'm going to stop this before it becomes anything. Yeah. And he thought yeah, he was I'm doing. I'm going to be the hero. Yeah, he thought he was doing the right thing by being like, let me just clear it up before it even becomes a thing. Not realizing in the moment that it would not come across that it way. It felt like what they were doing was they were had just come off a 24-hour news cycle where people were talking <laughs> about Joy and Megan's big fight where Joy didn't want her back from maternity leave. Yeah. And then he was like, we cannot do this again. Like, little did he know he had no need cause for concern of being in the news that day. (laughs) But but I think that he was just trying to like, yeah, snuff that out and be like, no, 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 no. We're not having this again. I do not need my Google alerts going off all day. Uh, I'm done. (laughs) But unfortunately, it was like pouring gasoline on a fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is truly one of the craziest things I have seen on the show in its modern version. Like, I have watched that video a hundred times and I noticed something new every time. Yeah. I couldn't have written a more perfect and unexpected ending to the episode. So this gave us one of our first Daily Mail articles in so long. And this one is special because it has a source. (laughs) Like we haven't had an article with a secret source in actually a very long time. Uh, Almost a year, almost an entire year. So let me read you guys the best bits. It says exclusive and you know they love a long headline. She's shook. Megan McCain was so rattled after spats with Whoopi and Joy, she couldn't keep her train of thought, as show insider reveals she doesn't have the job security she once did after The View did better in ratings in her absence. That's the headline? Yes. (laughs) The talk show's resident conservative returned to work on Monday after giving birth to her first child, but the time away didn't do much to cool the prior tension she had with the co-hosts joy behar and whoopi goldberg at the close of the day's show the executive producer brian tetta appeared for an awkward explanation of the technical issues and claimed goldberg was telling producers to listen not mccain but a source on the show called bullshit telling daily mail quote anyone with a brain could see that goldberg was pissed that Megan wouldn't shut up 
when it was time for her to wrap the segment and she wanted her not the and she wanted her not the producers to stop talking it was all clear as glass they added <laughs> quote here's the other truth the view did better in ratings with megan being gone for years people claimed that viewers tuned in for her craziness but the numbers showed us otherwise the show actually broke a record during her maternity leave, and now she realize that, realizes that she doesn't have the job security that she once did. All of that has her shook, the source added. A spokesperson for The View said it in a statement, quote, This is ridiculous. We are happy to have Megan back in her seat on the panel, and her first day back was the highest rated show in two months. Okay, and so then it uh, talks more about the segment where Whoopi yelled, Hey, listen at McCain. And it claims, it says, Daily Mail understands that McCain kept pushing her point well into the commercial break, even after the show went off air, and then seemed upset that she was cut off. So it's saying that she kept asking him, even though they were on commercial, which is hard to believe, but, you know. A source at the network claimed McCain was intentionally trying to hijack the segment, as each co-host has a segment clock that airs on the screens that lets them know when the segment is up. McCain or Megan could clearly see there was no more time left. She was trying to create a moment for herself on the show that would have gotten press in the conservative media. She loves getting press pickup from her segments on the show, and she thought she could do that with Raphael Warnock, explained the source. Oh, and then they go on to say about Brian. Brian is the same producer that Megan once called a motherfucker on set. <laughs> in front of the studio (laughs) audience and he then released a statement attempting to justify her actions brian is always defending megan even when she's dead wrong the source said this is supposed to be someone who works at the show but sources at the show believe abc is concerned about megan's return ever since the show saw a boost in ratings without her that's basically it so if (laughs) if that really is a source like from the Mm -hmm. show they hate their job because that is nasty (laughs) i have a theory because if we're saying there hasn't been a source at the view that's leaking stories to the daily mail in over a year i'm just thinking who's new to the picture and would benefit from megan not being on the view liberty safe (laughs) (laughs) The whole, like, argument about the ratings is so dumb to me. Like, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But everyone who is like, well, the ratings were up when Anna was there. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, the ratings have been consistently going up since Jedediah was there. So if they if they dip with Megan, maybe that will happen. But you can't say, like, the ratings. Yeah, it's like. We, the general public, I don't think should be concerned, should be concerning ourselves with that. However, I do see that, like, if you are one of the hosts or being in that business, you would be concerned about it, like, whether it holds any weight or not. Like, it would get to your head being like, wait, is that true? I guess it's possible that could be in Megan's head, but whatever. So even Raven (laughs) Simone has weighed in on this. <laughs> in an interview with E! Online, 
she was asked about the drama at The View. Because when Joy told Megan McCain she did not miss her while she was on maternity leave, I almost fell out of my chair. <laughs> what did you think when that happened? Let me tell you something about Joy Behar, okay? She is shady and doesn't even know she's shady at times, which gives me life. Um, yeah. On a side note, Megan, I talked to her once before because we obviously didn't share the table together, but you know, she's a strong-willed human, so <laughs> I know she might have been crying a little bit in the inside, but I like the face that she had in the front. And then we also got another article coming out on E! that actually has a different theory for why everything was so chaotic on The View this week. So this says on E! why the view co-hosts are struggling to clear the air as megan returns a source exclusively tells e news that not being able to film the daytime talk show in person is contributing to a sense of increased tension especially as megan mccain returns from maternity leave an insider explains there has quote there has always been a sense of family behind the scenes at the view but it has been harder to maintain that camaraderie against the show's hosts while producing the show remotely prior uh, prior to the pandemic, the insider says the ladies were prevented from hiding from one another on the Manhattan set, which the source describes as much smaller than similar studios. The women typically start their mornings together in hair and makeup before passionately sharing their opinions, the source continues. Then, once the show goes off the air, the panelists all walk off set together, and there's almost always a post-show meeting, allowing the host to smooth over any tension that may have bubbled over during the day's episode. The new way of doing things, however, has disturbed this routine. According to the insider, with the show now shooting remotely, the hosts are no longer having the opportunity to clear the air after the episode. They just turn their cameras off and continue their day. This has posed a challenge for the women of The View, who have butted heads more than usual amid Megan's return and that's that. it's like well yeah duh like I could have told you that like I don't work on the set and I could tell all of that and like why is this source who is an insider at the show why are they so kind compared to the other source <laughs> the yeah. other source was like it's nasty like volatile <laughs> yeah the other side was like you have no idea the hell that i am in every day <laughs> and this host this source was like i just wish that they would talk and not turn their cameras off <laughs> <laughs> the show ended on wednesday teasing a lil nas x interview oh my god and i was like oh my god that's great like so fun like i can't uh -huh. wait to see how he interacts with the host of the view like that should be good and the universe said keep dreaming <laughs> and then later that afternoon trump supporters stormed the capitol mm -hmm. which brings us to thursday obviously all of the events transpired on wednesday afternoon where the Trump supporters, a.k.a. terrorists, a.k.a. rioters, insurrectionists. Is that what CNN's calling mm -hmm. them? All of that happened, and obviously it was a big deal. And my immediate thought in terms of the view was like, 
okay, here comes Jonathan Carl because he was yeah. like on ABC and I was like, oh my God, he's for sure going to be on the show tomorrow, which would, which I'm not saying is bad. Like I, if, if that had happened, it's like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I didn't even think there would be a view on Thursday. Yeah. Like when I was watching the news Wednesday night, I was like, it's going to be an 11 a.m. news hour. Yeah, exactly. And, the, and, and rightfully so. Like this yeah. is an, this is an insane historical tragedy that's happening yeah but my first thought was like okay here comes jonathan carl and then i was watching abc news all night and martha raditz was like on the scene reporting Mm -hmm. and sean and i were texting (laughs) about this because she was wearing these big ski gloves (laughs) huge huge (laughs) you know like when you're a kid and your parents get you ski gloves and they're like way too big they're like extra large and they're just they just fit and your fingers are barely going into the actual fingers of the Uh gloves that's what she was wearing and she was talking so animatedly that like her hands were constantly and she's like pointing she's like well there's the capital and there's the like basically giant foam fingers yeah yeah it's almost like mickey mouse yeah so i was like was there a reason for it hands were cold it was cold out (laughs) <laughs> you try reporting for 12 hours with no gloves yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like i was watching her all night and then uh she ended up being the one <laughs> that came on the view the next day which i loved i was like so happy that it was her she was so fired up like mm-hmm. had not slept adrenaline mm-hmm. was on a 10 i mean honestly that would be terrifying if i were her to go there oh my god yeah i was shocked that she was even there and like i'm i don't want this to come across as ageist but she is a 67 year old woman and when i think of that like i wouldn't want my mom to be there you you know so i was i googled her age because i was like I was shocked. I was like, I can't believe she was there. That could have been a really dangerous situation. Well, I was thinking, like, didn't she moderate a debate with Trump? And I was like, what if those people there are like, yeah. it's the lady from the debate. Get her. That Yeah. I was like, anything could have happened. But yeah, that was truly such a crazy day. And ever since that happened, I have been addicted to the news. And I have been... Like, I don't normally, I don't care about CNN, but it's like the station that I can put on where they're just, it's going to be constant news. So I've been watching CNN like all week nonstop. It's so like interesting to see. And then sometimes I would switch on Fox News. Like I've become really addicted this week. If you turn on Fox News, they're like, I just think, they're like describing the protesters like, I just think. They were nice girls who wanted a little bit of attention and it got out of hand. (laughs) And then literally, literally at one part, they were like, if the worst thing that they did was trespass on the U.S. Capitol, then like, so be it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then if you turn on CNN, they're like, nuclear missiles are flying. Mm -hmm. Like we are in the middle of a nuclear warfare, like just constant talk of nuclear weapons, like as if it's like it's a it's a because they're saying like trump is a madman he shouldn't have yeah. nuclear codes but it's yeah. being like so overstated that like it's you, like worst yeah. case scenario and <laughs> complete and on the other end complete ignoring of what's going on <laughs> yeah it's just like i don't know it's it's been very interesting uh, my new like addiction to <laughs> 
<laughs> CNN. <laughs> so uh, the way this was handled on The View is they actually opened the show. Martha Raditz was there to explain her firsthand experience, mm-hmm. but they did talk about it on their own first. And so Whoopi gave a really good opening statement, you know, calling them terrorists. And yeah, she called them domestic terrorists and was like, yeah, I said it. <laughs> and yeah, and she also was like, I understand the FBI is looking for leads. Well, <laughs> here's the list. And, you know, she went through like yeah. Trump, Trump's son, Trump, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like uh, Rudy Giuliani, like FBI, wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then they went to Megan next, which was interesting because they never do that. She's always laughs. But they went to Megan next and she condemned it. She called she said she called for the 25th amendment to be used yeah she called them bastards and scum of the earth yeah and you know it's just kind of you can't really predict like the type of person that megan is politically and even just with like more social hot topics you really can't predict what angle she's going to take come at them with yeah and so well it's like we were just defending trump supporters and now here we are yeah. And and you know like on Monday she said there's not going to be a coup. There's not mm. going to like everybody mm-hmm. calm down. And then it happened. And it was like that day also on the Wednesday that it happened. She was very active on Twitter. So it's kind of interesting to see the progression of like how like what her thoughts were mm. forming. Um, as the events played out and it was like she did a lot of tweeting and she did a lot of tweet deleting also so you could kind of see like Uh oh okay see which direction she's going in like in the in the morning in the morning she had tweeted that it that holly tulsi 2024 Mm -hmm. like josh holly who has become now like the demon of the republican Mm -hmm. party who um who's who, like sort of who raised his fist like in encouragement yeah. of the Trump supporters who were uh marching and, on the US yeah. Capitol. And he still objected to the election results yeah. even mm-hmm. after this that mm-hmm. night. <laughs> when most people had the yeah. sense to withdraw their rejection or objections. Yeah. You know, you could see Megan's reaction real time, sort of like at the be- at the beginning of it when there was first the the crowd approaching the Capitol, she kind of like made a joke saying like, what are they going to do? Storm the best eye. And then, and then it got real and it was like, okay, I see where she's going with this and I'm glad she's going there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I actually really liked what she had to say on Thursday. They're bastards. Yeah. And I really liked that she was dressed like Barbara Walters. With the Rachel. With the Rachel. Yeah. It was an, it was an homage. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then Sunny, spoke very eloquently on the racism of it all Mm. and you know referring to the fact that the police like practically assisted these people you know comparing it to the treatment Mm -hmm. that we saw this summer and martha also spoke about that like how speaking about how there were uh, yeah how she had covered like on the u.s capitol when all of the armed officers and and people in military garb were like standing on the steps of the capitol and so the difference was like you couldn't even compare it and then joy said it was like a pimple popping (laughs) (laughs) truly like one of the craziest days ever though and like interesting like so like so many times on the news i would hear people like anderson cooper be like this doesn't happen here it's like watching another country this happens in other countries Mm -hmm. 
which sounds so icky to me. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, mm-hmm. it's okay. And uh, like, it, it's, it's just there's icky. Multiple, yeah, there's multiple reasons why it's like offensive because like I've, I heard it when I was watching CNN too. Um, I think it was um, when Cuomo was covering it and he made reference multiple times to being like, I feel like I'm watching something in like naming countries where they've had coups and like, it's, but ugh. he was saying it in like a, like a condescending way and it's like Mm -hmm. well it's gross because you're you think america's better than these places and then you also it's gross because you have clearly been in denial about the reality of america for a long time which is which is why i loved it wasn't until friday's episode that sunny like brought this up and said like you know i'm hearing a lot of people say this is not america and then she goes on to explain that like this no this is america and here's why yeah when i was in first year university i was in the laramie project and there's a line from it that like i always think of when people are like this is not america because there's a line where someone's like this is not laramie and then this other person is like this is laramie we (laughs) are like this this is America. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> snaps, like snaps. <laughs> and that's what I felt in that moment. I was like, snaps, this is America. You just, this just happened. You are this. Yeah. So we finally have made it to Friday. Mm-hmm. So Whoopi's off and Anna is back. It's her first day back with Megan, but because mm-hmm. of the remoteness of the show, they have zero interaction. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have like just a black screen for each other. Oh my god. <laughs> just a post-it note. Yeah. And so we get Anna's reaction to the the week's events. Mm-hmm. They were on the wrong side of history and they have been attacking, attacking mercilessly. Republicans like Mitt Romney, Republicans like my husband, like myself for four years, telling us that we compromised, that we were sellouts. No, you sold your souls out. You sold your souls out to support a criminal. I was glad that they like gave her the opportunity to say what she wanted to say about it because she wasn't there Thursday. Cause I thought that it was, she had a lot of good stuff to say. Obviously I love Anna. They also discussed Josh Hawley, mm-hmm. um, who we mentioned before because Simon and Schuster. I guess he had a book deal with Simon Simon and Schuster, mm-hmm. and after the events of Wednesday and like his part in it, and also his part in it, even after it had happened, he still mm-hmm. was his stance supporting on it. it all. Yeah. yeah, they decided to cancel his book deal with them, mm-hmm. which he is outraged about because he's saying this is like them censoring free speech and uh i mean this man attempted a coup and it's helped like, it's, incite a deadly riot at the capitol it's, so it's funny how people like this like conservative people of the, with these values um can so easily understand private a private company's rights when it comes to like a, a bakery not wanting to bake a gay cake but they struggle to understand the same private company's rights when it comes to like cutting a book deal. Well, yeah, and people getting gay married isn't a violent act, whereas people getting killed at the Capitol is. Mm -hmm. So this has caused so much debate about free speech and people keep throwing around 
the First Amendment, which makes no sense because mm-hmm. Simon and Schuster is not the government; they're just yeah. a company. And so Sonny pointed out that he's not losing his freedom of speech; he just can't have a book deal with Simon and Schuster. Yeah. <laughs> but this is what I think is a very interesting, and it's kind of what you just said. But like, Megan has been tweeting about this and also said on the view that she's very concerned about these big tech companies like Twitter Mm -hmm. um, because Twitter as everyone knows like banned Trump's Twitter account now she's Mm -hmm. concerned about big tech having too much power and she said it's a slippery slope if I'm a conservative and I agreed with anything that he said at any point in time then am I going to have my credit card canceled and am I going to be not invited into restaurants now Yeah, she said cancel culture seems to hit us conservatives first. I, I, this is where she loses me because like I don't follow how a private company making a decision about something is an infringement on rights or censorship. And like with the whole restaurants and credit cards thing, like it's a book deal. And like I, I, Sunny, I think Sunny and Anna both made a point of like. You can write your own book just because one company doesn't want to work with you anymore is not an infringement on your rights. And then Joy, after or after Megan said the the thing about does this mean I won't I won't get credit cards I won't be able to go to restaurants. Joy then asks Anna, "Do you think this is a slippery slope?" And Anna was straight up like, "No, this is something very different." It's a very slippery slope, and I think right now, for any Republican in the country, you know, the there's a lot of anger and aggression. And I tweeted, uh, you know, I understand why maybe me, I'm yeah. the only Republican you see every day, so I'm an avatar for all your anger. But there are 70 million people in this country who, uh, you know, whether you like it or not, and and I hear everything yeah. everyone's saying loud and clear, we're all going to have to live together. And I would just really, really implore prudence to, to tamper this down, to tamper the anger down and to try and listen to each other. Right. Okay, Anna, Anna, you're a Republican. Do you think this is a slippery slope? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, but, like, what I don't get is this pointing the finger at big tech and saying big tech has too much power to censor people because, and she even retweeted something today that was, like, something about how we can't be having the three richest people in the world controlling everything. Isn't that what Republicans want? <laughs> Aren't Republicans the one giving That's the like tax breaks to the big yeah. tech companies and stuff? So it's and like, it's like, why are you complaining about the tech companies being too rich now? It's like, wh- then you should have voted for Elizabeth Warren. Like, well, yeah, and again, it's the case of conservatives not being aware of something that is happening until it happens to them. A lot of the arguments I've seen from like D-list celebrities and conservatives on Twitter is like, well, if this, if we're okay with this happening to Trump or we're okay with it happening to conservatives, how are you going to feel when it happens to people on the left when that starts? It's like, girl, it's been happening to people on the left. Like, just because you didn't know about it doesn't mean it wasn't happening. This has always been the world that we've been living in. Twitter has always been able to ban people. It's like, hey, guys, I just found out 
that 1% of the wealth in the country or like that 1% of the people yes. control all the wealth in this country. There's this thing called the 1%. Have you heard about it? And they control Twitter. Did you know that? And it's like, where have you been? It's like the guy in the hot dog outfit being like, we're all trying to find the guy who did this. <laughs> it's like so embarrassing for these like right wing commentators who are getting uh, worked up on Twitter about this and Megan is guilty because she posted this tweet today or yesterday I think last night that's I think has since been deleted mm-hmm. where she was basically like well I've really loved this platform I met my husband here but I don't know how much longer I'll be welcome here with my views so caused a bunch of ruckus great. she said yeah you're not getting banned from Twitter yeah like you you're not incite getting a riot exactly like, please, ch- chill Here's how you can get banned off of Twitter. Um, be the president and incite a, a coup, a violent coup, or um, impersonate Elon Musk. Like, those are the ways you get banned off of Twitter. <laughs> and it's like, they, people, uh, it's like people are fi- finally just realizing you can get banned from Twitter, and they're very upset about it. And it's like, it's always and, been like this. And then you have, on the flip side... Twitter doing it's like normal cleaning of house where they are like getting rid of bot accounts, yeah. fake accounts, and maybe banning some some people who are like egging on criminal behavior, yeah. right? And so, so as a result, you know, Barry Weiss. we've seen this happen before. People lose a bunch of followers. So like Barry Weiss tweets, yeah. I've lost four thousand followers <laughs> in twenty four hours. Janice Dean tweeted, I I've been losing likes and followers like crazy. And it's like, you realize that that means that your followers are the people who are either <laughs> like encouraging violence mm-hmm. or our bots, Russian bots. Yeah, like, it's like. They you're wanna, you're outing yourself here. Like, don't complain. They want to play and the course, victim. Of course, they've all deleted these tweets because they look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So Sarah brings up this very like moderate take on it, I guess, because she says, and I've seen other people try to make this point, but I it doesn't compute with me exactly because she brought up how so if you start censoring people from mainstream media. Or, you know, even if you ban them for bad, be- mm-hmm. truly bad behavior, the only concern then is that they will now go to fringes media and they'll go and go to those places and fester there. So it's basically right. like the, well, if you're going to drink, I'd rather you do it in the house. Like, I'd rather be out in the <laughs> yeah. open. She literally was like, wouldn't but, um, you kind of want to keep an eye on them? But I've seen people make that argument, but I don't personally get it because... It was mainstream for the last four years. Yeah. And there was just a deadly riot at at the Capitol. It did fester out in the open. So it's like, how can you say like, oh, but what if it goes to the fringes? It might fester and turn into something bad. It was like, well, it was out in the open and it was bad. So on Friday, they also had on another senator who was in the building when the terrorists stormed the Capitol. Mm -hmm. His name was Chris Murphy. And so he gave his take on the lack of security presence, you know, the what happened with the police there. And they have a whole discussion, but then it gets to Megan. And of course, like, that's where things get interesting again, because Megan says she would like to pivot the convo to actually, instead of talking about the Capitol, to talking about Josh Hawley mm-hmm. <laughs> losing his book deal. And so she said, 
to the senator that it echoes the New York Times canceling Senator Tom Cotton. Oh my god. And what does that what does that mean? Like did the New York Times didn't cancel him, did they? They didn't cancel him. The people canceled him. Yeah. And he didn't even get canceled. Nobody got canceled. No. All that happened was the New York Times apologized for printing. Yeah the opinion piece it still got printed people still read it he's still a senator as far as i know assuming yeah yeah i think so any race um like nobody's canceled no. the only person who can't try got canceled was barry yes. rice trying to cancel herself by quitting and she still hasn't been canceled and she's upset about it yeah that was the incident nobody got canceled she got so mad that they had issued the apology that she then was like i'm the only i'm the the lone wolf here i'm the black sheep i'm canceled and everyone's like no <laughs> she's like packing up her stuff well i guess if i'm canceled they're like barry you can stay like it's fine she's like, like we didn't even know you were yeah. here <laughs> But yeah, Megan asked the senator about this book deal getting canceled. And the senator snaps at her. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you not being able to make money off a book is not mm-hmm. the same as losing your First Amendment right. And yeah. as he's answering this question, as Me- Megan's trying to ask him a follow-up, Joy decides, I mean, it's not her decision, but <laughs> it's the same situation as... Uh, when Whoopi yelled at Megan, because Joy's trying to rap now, and Megan's asking him a follow-up, and she's asking, you know, how are we going to unify the country if this type of stuff is happening? And Chris Murphy's like, I don't have time for this bullshit. Talk to Josh Hawley about unifying the country. He really snaps at her. Um, And then Joy awkwardly (laughs) cuts the segment off. Can I ask you a question, though? He's obviously unpopular. I understand that, but I think... uh... Oh, okay. I'm sorry, sir. Um, uh, I just wanted to ask you, you know, I I hear what you're saying, and obviously there's a lot of anger directed towards him right now, but how is there, we all want to see change. I think every rational American wants bipartisanship. We want to get over these kind of divisions, given that you clearly are disgusted by the behavior of him. How are Republicans and Democrats going to be able to work together moving forward when there still is so much anger and division? The country's in pain. I, for one, want to see uh, unification. Right. So let's talk to Josh Hawley about that. I mean, you know, he had an opportunity on Wednesday night to withdraw his objection. He, the, 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 the Senate was almost burned down, and he had a decision to make afterwards. He could have withdrawn his additional objection to Pennsylvania. He knew he wasn't going to win, but he kept going after four people had died. You want to talk about bringing this country together, then let's hold the people accountable who resign? decided to continue I mean, listen, I think that's up to him and to the people of Missouri. Um, I just think that he needs to change his behavior very quickly. Well, it sounds like if people can't work with him, he should resign. I well, so listen, enjoy that, having you be, on the that's show, Senator. His decision. Thank I don't... you so much. <laughs> we'll, we'll be Thanks, right guys. back. Bye-bye. But I thought it was kind of interesting, like, what Megan was saying. I was like, I can't tell if she's trying to trap him or if she's actually expressing an opinion she believes the way she was saying it wasn't in her usual like sort of mocking tone when she's trying to it wasn't like the gotcha they're interviewing it was like well oh my god well shouldn't he resign then 
And I was like, I was just a little confused by that because, and I, because we, we did see her opinion on Holly change a little bit. Oh yeah. Her opinion on cancel culture hasn't changed, but like, I was like, oh, is this, because after she called for the 25th amendment to be invoked and saying we have to get rid of president Trump. Well, does she also feel this way about Holly? And like, we never really got to have that result. I really think like watching Megan on the view this week and the events that transpired, as well as watching her Twitter, things that she's tweeted and deleted and retweeted, you can literally see her like living and learning and (laughs) evolving. (laughs) Like she is living for the lesson. Like you can just see it. You can see it happening in real time. She's like figuring out where she stands on all of this and you're watching it in real time because she tweets so much. Yeah. You live, you learn, you love, you learn. (laughs) You cry, you learn. You laugh, you learn. And that was this week on The View. And I can only imagine what's coming <laughs> up in the next few weeks. I'm scared. A lot of people would be scared. It's going to be a wild ride up t- for like t- heading towards the inauguration. I just can't even imagine what will transpire in the world and on The View. I don't know. Buckle up. Okay, well, that's all for us. Guys, don't forget to watch The Chase Thursdays on ABC. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, Hang in there, America. (laughs) We're going to continue the conversation on Patreon. So make sure you subscribe to our Patreon where we're going to keep talking about this if you still haven't had enough. And until next time, everyone, have a great day. Take a little time to enjoy. Being with her is like the way I've heard described taking ecstasy. <laughs> Hit it, Abby. That's all, folks. See you later. John Huntsman, the real job creator. GOP. Join the hunt. GOP. GOP. I was once the Hadassah Woman of the Year. We're bringing Huntsman back. We're right behind the guy who's right on track. He rocks the awesome China policy. Governor who stands for sanity. Huntsman's back.